Welcome back to the Intentional Queen Podcast with Janine. I'm a certified life coach, the host of Intentional Queen Podcast, and I'm so blessed to have you guys. We empower women on their self-love, self-healing, and their growth mindset journey. I am blessed to have Miss Erin King coming through to bless us this time on the podcast, but I want to go over some things with you guys. If you're not following me on Instagram, Intentional Queen Journey, and YouTube, I want you guys to go ahead and subscribe. You know, I'm now the author of a new ebook called Dear Diary Single Mom Edition. It's doing big things. I'm out here trying to heal women and give them some practical steps on how they can level up their own selves going through the struggle because I believe the struggle is real. And we're now starting to get into summer. So just chatting with some of my crew and we decided to have a hot girl healing summer. So we got an event coming. We got so much going on so I want you guys to stay linked into the podcast Uh, we had two episodes going on we talked about your self-worth and knowing how to just show up and be your authentic self we talked about uh, practice makes improvement that comes from Les Brown and he says don't have perfection it could be okay just show up and start and practice makes improvement so I'm just really trying to break that spirit off of people you know I have the life coaching package coming up so make sure if you want to slide in my DMs or slide on my website and start coaching with me I would love to have you and now I'm just ready to jump into this thing with Miss Erin King okay she is an empowerment coach doing big things she has a lot going on I can't even just name all the things that she has because she's going to just let us know this is going to be about becoming and we really want to talk about becoming her and also about your story because I feel like story is so key your test can become testimony so Miss Erin King come on in girl how you doing today I'm good how are you thank you for having me Oh, I'm so blessed to have you on the podcast. I love having guests that have their own story and who can bring some light and some clarity to the queens. And so I'm just, I'm just excited to see what you're going to bring with us. Okay. So why don't you give me some of your background, some of your credentials, tell me a little bit about you. Okay. Um, First things first, my name is Erin King. I am a life story and empowerment coach. I empower women to embrace their journey and own their story because ultimately that's what makes you you. That's like your superpower. I decided to be a life coach after experiencing two traumas of my own within six months of each other. And within that, um, as I started to heal, I realized that talking about it made it a little bit easier for me. So I decided that I didn't want another woman to feel the pain that I was feeling. So I opened up my own business called Journey in Her Shoes. And that's how I got here. Mm, You do Journey in Your Shoes. And I got Intentional Queen Journey, which you keep hearing that common word, becoming it also Journey and sharing our stories. Oh, that's so good. Oh, well, this is one of the key things I always ask people. And uh, I was doing an event and I heard something about you need to have a word of the year. Okay. And so last year, my word was pivot. And I really wanted to pivot towards peace. And this year, my Mm -hmm. word is evolve. And I feel like evolve to me is becoming. And remember, we talked about this episode is going to be becoming her. And so this is where I feel like our connection really sits deep for the people. So tell me, what's your word of the year? My word of the year. I am becoming her. 
-hmm. you know, that's, um, that's one of our programs that we're working on right now. But I think that's so important. And I like that you said that because becoming her for me is becoming the woman that I have always envisioned for myself, the woman that has always been there, but sometimes it's covered up by self doubt and um, low self esteem and self worth and toxic relationships and just different types of traumas that's in your life but it's always been in you so me becoming her is very important to me and also sharing that with the world because it's so many dope women out here it's so many women that could be doing so much more and sometimes we're so hard on ourselves because of what we see or what we hear or um we don't think we're enough or you just carry like all the thoughts and the comments and the expectations of everybody else and becoming hurt is releasing those things and becoming who you want to be because initially that ultimately that's enough oh you said a lot there that I'm getting ready to dig into (laughs) one uh enough you are enough and sometimes I feel like we have to go back and heal up old wounds I have Ania Swain on the podcast she has a book called healing the little girl it says hey little girl but she's talking about healing the little girl And you have to sometimes, and I don't want to say have to, but I empower people to go back and deal with the little girl, because I think that's where all the trauma wounds come from. That's generational curses that we're breaking. That's watching what we see people do and thinking we should do that. And then that led me to that one word, grace. Sometimes we don't have grace when we go through all those storms and trials. And like you said, we beat ourselves up and we take it inward and it causes a lot of negative thoughts and um, just negative things, period. Like you're not taking care of yourself mentally, physically, or spiritually. And you have to find a way to become de-rooted back into yourself. And just talking to you now, I just really think about my logo is a butterfly. And the reason why I feel it's a butterfly is because that is evolution. And I feel like you start off as a bruised caterpillar and that's where you're in the trauma response and the, and the victimhood and all the things that's going on. And then you realize I want to do better. I want to come up out this thing. And then you go into the cocoon and you do the work. So me and you are the workers, right? We up there, we empower our women as coaches to do the work because why we've done the work. And the work never stops. To be honest, the work never stops. Exactly. (laughs) It continues, right? People are like, well, you coach, but listen, sometimes you need your own coach or you have to go ahead and still get work. Coaches need coaches. (laughs) Come on now. Coaches need coaches. Hashtag that and say it one more time for the back. Coaches need need coaches coaches. too. Yeah. People think that, you know, the, the, the becoming is over. Well, becoming is an action that continues, but sometimes people want to keep bringing you back to your old self and you're trying to become something new. And so then that's where you go in the cocoon and you do the transformational work and then you come out as a butterfly and you're set free from the things that were holding you bondage. And that's kind of how I envision my programs or even when I speak on the podcast about the butterfly, it's all related to transformation or metamorphosis, however people want to do it, but it's really boiling down to becoming. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> because people don't want that. You know, people really don't take the time to understand it's stages to that thing and they get upset with themselves when they're in the caterpillar stage because they want to be a butterfly right now. You can't, you have to become her. You have to come to a point that you have to sit in the stuff and do the work and the next thing you know, you get there, but it takes time. I love that. I love that. that. I I have a program called On Your Story. Even my shirt says On Your Story because that's how I'm here. 
Mm-hmm. I can't hide from my story. I can't act like that pain and that trauma and all of those things didn't happen. I had to accept, I had to acknowledge it. I had to accept it and I had to own it so that I can move from it. Because for years, I felt like I was stuck. I was just running in this circle. I just couldn't move from it. But until I accepted it, acknowledged it and owned it, it freed me from it. And you're right. Sometimes when you are growing and you're going in other places, some people want you to stay in that same place. But when you accept it, you acknowledge it free from it you're not bound to um in that same situation or those same thoughts i also have something uh, one of my sessions is called my thoughts carry weight because if you allow those things to stay within you you're carrying that every single day all day oh i guess this plays into i just put up a video on my ig and I, i put it up on my facebook but it says you know, when we carry it well, people really think that it's not heavy or hard and you have to lay down your burdens. So many people slid my DM and said, that's a whole word. Like you may not look like what you've been through, but right. <laughs> people don't understand the struggle is really, it may be hard and it's heavy and people really don't know. And with mental awareness month, I was just coaching on that. Like, you know, with mental health awareness month, depression is real. Like mental health is real. Like people are killing themselves. They don't even yes. look like they were going through anything. Okay. And people really don't understand the delicacy of the mind and how you really have to get to your thoughts and really get down deep rooted and figure out what's going on. So when you say laying them burdens down and telling your story and understanding how to not be caught or get unbound or unloosed or however you want to say it, that's key to free yourself. Oh, that's good. Absolutely. Well, we went through that. Ah, what does self-love or self-healing mean to you? Self-healing, to me, um, self-healing is an amazing journey. It's one that you sometimes have to take by yourself. It's re, I just posted this today, it's redefining yourself. This chapter of my life is called Redefining Me. It's going through all of those different things, going through, you know, I've been through abusive relationships. So it's going through all of those things that are still, I call it the residue. The residue is still there sometimes and you got to get rid of it. So that's what um, healing is. Self-healing is for me. And it's also, um, I had to shift my mindset. I had to start with something positive so I can stay focused and keep myself grounded, so to speak. Uh, some other things I had to start doing um, affirmations. So I did this with my daughter and also my son, but mostly my daughter, because what I realized is the negative things that I would say to myself, she was picking that up. So I, would, I wouldn't hear it from me, of course, but I would hear her say things and I'd be like, wait a minute. Well, if you feel like that, you feel that way about yourself, we got to address that because I don't want you to, I don't want you to walk in my shoes, right? I don't want you to feel that. So I would make her give me five positives. And if she took too long, I would make her give me five more. And now she'll walk past and she'll be like, I'm so, I'm so beautiful. Or I'm so confident. Or, you know, it's just taking yourself out of that space. And it's so important because what you don't realize is other people are watching you. Other people look up to you, whether they tell you or not, and how you treat yourself, how you carry yourself, how you talk to yourself, they're um, ultimately going to think it's okay to do the same. So I had to check myself, so to speak, and that's what self-healing is to me. Ooh, that's, ooh, that's a whole word. 
Okay. One, because we both have children and this is the thing I, I do affirmations with my son, but mine's a little bit different. And I just say to him, I am smart. I am loved. I'm a child of God and you're covered by the blood of Jesus. Something happened to him twice. One, when he was in my wound and one, when he was almost one. And one thing I don't play about with him is knowing the power of protection and praying over your children. I'm just a strong believer because of what has happened. And so we speak that talking about me and my child, we speak that about three times a day. Like when he wakes up, before he gets on the bus we all saw what happened with those kids um at that school and uh also when I go to uh put him to bed at night and I want him to understand that you are but he's speaking it to himself and we do those affirmations but I also believe too how we talk to ourselves and I say talk to me nice is that talk to me nice how are you talking to yourself because like you said it will exude a different way people are watching you so if you're not talking to yourself nice what makes you think people won't talk to you nice or respect you in that way because you don't even value you and that's why I'm so big about self-worth and self-value and how you talk to yourself and why I feel like Self-love is important because at first when I was younger, I used to feel like self-love was selfish. And if you're always thinking about yourself, and I don't mean like always, but like if you're not really taking time to evaluate or critique yourself and how you talk to yourself, you know, it just will exude another way. And you wonder why you are in some of the situations and part of it is because you didn't value yourself. You are valuable, but you didn't see the value in yourself. You didn't see the value in what you brought to the table in relationships. Me and you both talked about relationships that we've been in. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you look back, you do evaluate like what role did I participate in? Because sometimes we don't look at the role we played and our role may not be that we caused something to happen. Our role could be, well, why did I stay there? Or how did I show up in that? Did my kids see anything? Like it could just mean so many different things to so many people. And you don't want to revisit that or you don't want to, hmm, I'm trying to choose my words carefully. Like you don't want to revisit it, but you also, we have people watching us. You have a daughter, but we don't want to, like you said, have them think that's okay. Something that we didn't think was okay. We don't want to show them because they watch us, right? So they're watching what you tolerate, what you accept. And so what you're trying to teach them is what to accept and what to tolerate. I think that's where I'm trying to go with that. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's I call that um, staying past the expiration date because some relationships have an expiration date and you have to know that you're enough and love yourself enough to walk away when things no longer... um, Serve you know you. absolutely you t- it, that's it when they no longer serve you you got to be um you have to love yourself enough to walk away and I've personally been in those situations in, in those situations and it's like okay well if I walk away then this person could do this or this may happen but you have to um silence the noise around you and do what's safe for you, of course, but also get yourself out of those situations. I call that like staying past the expiration date is like drinking spoiled milk. It's nasty. It's clumpy. You know, it doesn't taste good. Staying in those relationships that no longer serve you, that's where the negative thoughts and, you know, they could be calling you out your name. They could be abusive to you. They could be doing all of these things and you tend to carry it and it's weighing you down. Now you're wondering if you're worth it. Now you, you know, um, Um, you have all of these things coming up against you but ultimately I'll speak on my own situation I was choosing to stay there 
I was allowing those. The first time it happened, okay, that wasn't me. But after that, I'm allowing myself to stay in situations that are no longer for me. So I had to then go back and revisit those times, not to stay there or say it was his fault or my fault, but to acknowledge my own part so that I don't keep doing the same things because sometimes you may walk away from this relationship but you don't heal and then you carry everything from that relationship into another one and ultimately you're dating the same person with a different face and a different name because you didn't take the time to acknowledge your own part oh hold on one more time you have to say that part one more time for the person in the back you just free somebody (laughs) right there if you don't heal let me start you there if you don't heal and you do what And if you don't heal and you, you know, you walk away from this relationship, but then you walk into another one, you're carrying everything from that past relationship into the new relationship. And then ultimately you're dating the same person with a different face and a different name because you didn't, you didn't heal from the first relationship. And also you didn't acknowledge your part that you played in that relationship. So it's going to replay in this one and everyone after until you do your part until you acknowledge your part, until you own your story, owning and and accepting frees you from it. So until you do that, you're going to continue to carry it. You just freed somebody right there. You just freed somebody right there. You just (laughs) broke that chain off somebody right there. You cannot leap into something without doing the healing work before doing there because you will what? Keep going through the same phase. And they say insanity is doing the same thing over and over but you're expecting a different result, but you're getting the same result. So now you're upset. So in order to change the result, you must do something different. I like how you Mm -hmm. said having the ability to understand it's okay to walk away. Yes. Your peace, your mental is so much important than sometimes staying. But also what I I personally believe is I look at it kind of like a caged bird. If A bird, if you are in a relationship like a cage and the bird is there, but the bird looks like it wants to leave and you have now caged them in, making them stay and they don't want to stay. The goal should be to open the door that allows the bird to do what they want to do. If they want to stay, they will stay willingly, but you are allowing them access to leave because when you hold on to something that is not yours or doesn't want to stay, it will cause you more turmoil because you already know that their thoughts, minds, body, soul, whatever is not present in this situation. And you should let them be free and do what they need to do for them even if that hurts you because it's not going to serve you for them to stay because you already know mentally they are not and I call that the scissor concept which is this when you are in relationships they will hand you the scissors sometimes because they don't want to do the work to cut off the relationship because they're going to hold on but they already know that they don't want it so you use the scissors and then they go out and about and they tell the streets and say oh well she used the scissors or he used the scissors well did you hand them to them did you play a role and why the relationship is where it is because I believe relationships are two-way streets and so we all played a role We don't deserve to be mistreated. I don't believe that. I don't think we deserve to be mistreated, but I believe in expiration dates. Me and you talked about that on our pre-interview, okay? That was one thing. (laughs) Listen, relationships have expiration dates and that's okay. And sometimes it's not even like a loving relationship of a husband, wife, or girlfriend, boyfriend. It could be family. 
it could be a friendship having the understanding that now um and I always say loyalty has an expiration date and I feel like it's twofold sometimes we're staying in things because we're loyal to it you my family you my people I love you doesn't mean that the love has changed it just means that our loyalty has changed I have to move around with you a little different and that is what okay I have to coach on that sometimes it's okay sometimes we stay in things because you are family because you are my friend and because I want that you know you create healthier boundaries and you choose and pivot to what's going to serve you and sometimes the boundary is I don't deal with you anymore and sometimes the boundary is I can deal with you but only in this arena and that starts from what your thoughts are about the relationship so I think that's so good girl I love that. Um, I've learned to love some people from a distance. You know, I've learned to, okay, if that's who you are, I'm going to let you be that, but I'm going to be over here. Mm, Um, Once you do the, you know, once you do the work to get to where you are, everybody doesn't deserve access. And that's, that's a part of your journey, right? Mm -hmm. That's a part of um, knowing, loving yourself, knowing your Everybody does not deserve to be in your space. That doesn't mean that you're better than them. That just means that you've learned from some of the situations you've already been through. You know, when somebody shows you the first time, don't you don't have to show me, you don't have to show me two and three and four and five, six times no more. I believe you the first time. And I'm gonna set that boundary because peace is my priority. Peace in my home is a priority and peace within myself. So I don't allow other people outside of me to create chaos because what I've learned throughout my journey is some people say they want peace but they create chaos so it's up to you to set that boundary so that they don't have that access to create that chaos in your life Hmm. that's a whole word I'm solid right here (laughs) oh yes yes and yes and listen, that sounds just like my Angelou's thing. When people show you who they are, you believe them. And I believe that out here now. I'm just, oh, okay, okay. And I say, I handle people accordingly. You only got to show me once. But if you burn me twice, okay, well then now it's on me because now I know you've already shown me who you are. And so that I think is something you learn in your healing journey because when you are so used to being more of a people pleaser or you don't want no con, what's the word that I'm looking for? I was getting ready to use the lingo, you don't want no smoke, but if you don't want any confrontation, right? Like you'll just kind of flow with things because you're trying to keep peace. But sometimes I think what we think we're keeping peace is just actually um, postponing a, a confrontation or a blow up later. And so sometimes it's best to deal with things, not confrontation, but deal with things as they come and be mindful of what you see. That's what they call the red flags. You seen them red flags. You'd be like, nah, I'm just going to go around the red flag. That's what I'm talking about. You see, you, you got to address them. And sometimes an action is okay. I'm going to love you from afar. And I agree. You, you can create healthy boundaries, but it, I was watching something else and they said the healthy boundaries, but they also talked about standing on your boundary. Sometimes we create them, but we don't hold true because people who used to you not having one or a flim flam boundary, they're going to keep pushing it a little bit more and then we don't really stand firm on it. And so we have to teach people when you make a boundary, mean it, what are kids, all that just... hold true to your boundary is is the point that I'm saying there and I think that was a struggle point at first because we don't like um seeing people upset when a boundary is in place right so but they learn they learn 
I like that you said that. Stay firm on your boundaries because if you really think about it, like with our kids, if we tell them not to do something and then they do it and you don't say anything, initially you're telling them that it's okay to do it, right? So if you create this boundary and then I come to you with the same thing, you're ultimately accepting it. And I'm not going to believe the next time you tell me you have a boundary because you already, you already let me do what I've been doing. Listen, we giving mommy mommy tips out here for these kids. I'm I'm hold I'll be hold to the boundary now. Listen, my son know he be like, you're not playing though. That's we're not playing. So mommy mean that didn't Yeah. What is something you would go back and tell your younger self? Hmm. It's a whole lot I would tell her because she she struggled. <laughs> and and now that I'm in this in this spot, I didn't realize that I struggled like I did. But the one thing I would really tell her is to sit with yourself and get to know yourself and love yourself first. Because had I done those things, I wouldn't have accepted a lot of the things that I went through. And my journey definitely would have been different. Tell me how you could love yourself. Um, it's a lot of ways you could love yourself as a as a um a mom and a business owner and I traditional job too. So one thing I would say for somebody that may be in our shoes now, loving yourself is telling somebody no. No, I'm not available for that. No, I can't take that on at the moment. No, I don't want to. Or even just no. You don't have to give an explanation. What I've learned about myself and within the last year is I was a people pleaser but you couldn't have told me that because I was a fixer mm. there was a lot of people in my life that I was trying to fix but with them fix trying to fix them I myself I was losing myself in the process so loving yourself could just be saying no no I'm not available um also loving yourself is taking Again, business owner, worker, single mom, two teenagers, boy and a girl. So I got the best of both worlds, but taking that time for myself. Okay, everybody, I have all these things going on, but in my past, I've never took time for myself, which led up to some, um, some probably my first trauma that I experienced in 2017, but not taking care of myself properly so taking that 10 20 30 minutes even though you have all of these things going on take time for yourself whether you're sitting on the couch or you're or you're listening to a book or whatever it is do what you want to do for you because ultimately we get lost in our relationships we get lost in our careers we get lost in our businesses we get lost in being a mom and all these other things and these other hats that we wear but taking that moment for yourself is so important so that's what loving yourself is to me mm. I got two things I want to say on that and one is they always say hurt people hurt people and when you talked about healing and how being a, a fixer and a doer like we we absorb that because we want to help people we want to fix them but what you realize is really it's not up to you to fix them right. they have to want to do it and sometimes you can cause so much more stress and strain on your internal being by trying to do that and not showing up for yourself. So I felt that 
I felt that because I'm I'm a I'm an ex people pleaser over here too. That's what I mean <laughs> about them boundaries. And see, I'm a nurse in my day to day, so healing and nurturing and fixing is natural to me because that's what I do. But I'm learning. I'm not. I'm not what I do. My who is different than my do. Ooh, that's yes. good. My yes. who is different than my do. <laughs> I can't take credit for that. That come from Joyce Myers. My who is different than my do. And I'm learning the difference. And once you can kind of separate the two, and I think that's where my whole philosophy about self-worth is always 100 because my who is in my do are different. Just because things may be pivoting in my job, that doesn't change my worth. My who I am is always still 100. Absolutely. And so I think that's so good. And then I, I know um, Sarah Jake Roberts' husband just came out with a book called Balance, but I was on Instagram last night and um, Charlemagne the God put up a post from him being on The Breakfast Club. And he said, yes, it can be expensive. Okay. Because we'd be like, yes, you can. Yes. That's people pleasing, right? Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I can. Yeah. But really, Yes is our expenses. Sometimes you have to say no. So when you said sometimes we got to learn how to say no, I felt that in my spirit. And I noticed also who was benefiting from my yeses. Because Absolutely. when I start choosing no, those were the ones that gave me the most issues. And so you have to be mindful of sometimes manipulation that you're in because sometimes people come to you just for their yes because they know you will take the extra mile. But Absolutely. when it's in your darkest moments, in your darkest times, that's when you have to recognize and reevaluate who's around because sometimes those aren't even the people that show up. The ones that you always do the yeses. Sometimes Absolutely. the ones you told no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that was an eye opener for me. Me and you both talked about some of our trauma. And that was yes. the eye opener for me when I was in my darkest places. And I call that the crushing from that book, T.D. Jake's Crushing. And when I was in my crushing, that's when I really got, got, got deep rooted about who's for me and who's not. And sometimes I was really baffled and hurt uh, when I, I started to learn. I said, wow. And the yes people, they was gone. It was crickets. Okay. Mm -hmm. Crickets. Yes. Okay, now you need that. Where you at? It was crickets. Okay. And that's when I really go back to that philosophy too about the, the tree and about having your roots, your branches and your leaves, your roots. You only need a few. Those are people that are under the dirt, under the ground. They're there to keep you rooted. And then you have the, the branches and the branches are extension of you. They see your mission. They want to be there. They support you. These are your friends and you know, like the real down people. And then you have leaves and they come with the wind and they sway in the wind and they come with the seasons. They're not there in fall and winter. Why? Because what happens in fall and winter leaves are gone. Okay. And you like, well, where are they at? Well, it's not their season to be there, but you still got your branches and you still got your roots. And just because the tree look dead, don't mean it's not alive because the roots are the ones that keep you grounded. So you must know who they are. And don't mistake a branch for a root and don't mistake a leaf for a branch. Because when you get out there, remember branches, as you get closer to the end where the leaves come are very twig-like, right? They will break. You will stand on something that's not real. And then your feelings are hurt. So really get an alignment of who's for you that helps your tree to grow beautiful. Yes, I, you just, I'm speechless. <laughs> that's a whole word right there, right? Listen, I'm speechless on that one. <laughs> the whole word okay yeah, I had to get I felt that. about my tree I was like oh and I believe healing and and um self-love may look ugly it might not look pretty people feel like it just look pretty you just out here buying yourself stuff sometimes self-love and self-healing is crying sometimes it's sitting in the moments 
Sometimes it's disconnecting yourself from the people who you thought was the people and they not, but being okay with them leaving. That whole bird concept I talk about opening up the gate, allowing them to go. There's a picture that I saw, it, it was three hands and it was like holding a rope. And mm -hmm. it shows when you hold it tight, the scar that's on your hand. And when you let go, it's not as much pain. Sometimes it's that letting go that frees you because when you want to be a good steward, I think I'm gonna have to make a podcast episode about that because I was so <laughs> when you let go is more freeing than keeping something because sometimes we hoard, right? We you know, you gotta purge out the bad stuff, but sometimes we hoard because we don't want to let it go because it's our stuff. We're the steward, but sometimes you're holding on to something that's not yours anymore and you must pass it on. It doesn't mean that the goods are not um that the goods or the merchandise is bad, it means it's for somebody else now. You must free it up and make it let it be use for somebody else like that Marie Kondo lady that was telling you bless the stuff on and um she was like the home organizer and so I believe that sometimes you have to say thank you for the time you were with me whether that be people places things and you bless it on to somebody else doesn't mean that the 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 items are bad I think sometimes we label things as good and bad and sometimes it's not bad it just means it no longer serves you but it may serve someone else I love that and mm -hmm. I think part of letting go right it's so hard because you're stuck on an image you're stuck on the image of how it was at first and you're stuck on the image also of how you see it that's not really what you're getting mm -hmm. so that's the disconnect when you really think about what you're getting it's like okay so why am I here and that's the that's the internal battle that you have with yourself right you're going you know exactly you're not getting what you deserve what you, I'm sorry, you know, you're not getting what you deserve, but you're so stuck on this image of what it was, not realizing what it is right now. And when you really let go and you walk away and then you notice, let's say everything was going wrong, right? And you just couldn't figure out like, why is all of this stuff going wrong? And then when you really let go and you walk away and all these positive things start happening, that's how you know you did the right thing. Because Confident. Like, okay. oh. Am I doing this right? Yeah, you are. And I've, I've experienced that a, a few times. And it's like, wow, all this weight is now being lifted off because I let go of that is what was and realize what's really happening around me. And that goes back to staying past that expiration date. Sometimes you got to let it go. Let it go. <laughs> she said that milk stank. That's what she said. She said <laughs> right. it's turtle and it stank. Who want that milk? Get, throw that milk out. I right, understand. Better <laughs> let that milk go. Ugh. All right. We're going to get ready to wrap this up. So what I want to ask you is, is there anything else you want to tell the Intentional Queen Tribe before I get your contact information and we close this thing on up? Um, I'd like to tell whoever is listening, know your worth. Embracing your journey is not just highlighting the good parts not just talking about what you like or, you know, your achievements. Embracing your journey is embracing all of it because ultimately that leads you to your purpose. And it also frees you from the emotional baggage that you carry around from day to day. Accept, acknowledge, and own your part so that you don't continue that cycle because you don't want whoever is looking up to you or whoever is your people, quote unquote, to continue what you already know is not working 
to love yourself enough to walk away from situations that's no longer for you and become her, become that woman that you know that you can be. And that's it. Oh, that's a mic drop. I have nothing to say, but two snaps (laughs) for the person in the back. Make sure y'all are taking notes. Erin is spitting bars. Okay. (laughs) She is spitting bars for us. And um, I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful. I want you to run down your contact information. How can we find you? What you doing? Where you at? Where we get you at? I am on Instagram at Journey in Her Shoes. Um, Facebook, Journey in Her Shoes as well. And Journey is spelled with the E-E at the end because all of our journeys are different. I have a private Facebook group called, called I Choose Me because along your journey, you don't have to choose you. And that's what I had to do to even start to become her. You know, I had to choose myself. My website, I have a new website coming out, but you can visit the old one for now. And it's um, www.journeyinhershoes.com. All of my programs uh, represent different phases of my life. So I have more than enough. And that's me choosing to walk away from situations and relationships that's no longer for me. And also knowing that I'm enough. Um, I choose me. Um, single mom, all these things going on. I'm choosing everybody else, but I'm hurting myself in the process, not taking care of myself properly. That's for that woman. Then I have No Longer Her, which is group coaching. Um, And that's me representing, I am no longer that broken version of myself. And some people think No Longer Her is about other people. No, it's about you because it starts with you. Mm -hmm. All your story is on acknowledging and accepting, releasing um, some of the traumas that you've been through in order to become her and becoming her is our last program that we are still working on. But that represents all the different phases because it took me to do all of that to become the woman that I am right now. And I'm also still you know, I'm still evolving. So it's a consistent journey. It does not stop. So that's what I have. And I'm just excited. And thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. And I also salute you in everything that you are doing. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to fight back tears because man, listen, we we spoke on some things and for the Intentional Queen tribe, she is going to be sliding through. I told you I'm going to be doing a hot healing girl summer event. So we're going to have Miss Erin coming through. But when she spoke on that last part about how she has the tears of her coaching session, it made me think about something and it was this, and then we're going to wrap it up and it's about a cake. Okay. And sometimes people, and this is what I heard on this Instagram video. So this is getting ready to be for somebody cake. We want the cake, but remember it takes ingredients to have cake. Mm. It takes egg. It takes flour, right? It takes sugar. Sugar is sweet. That's your good moments. When they said the flour, he said the flour, cause it's dry. It's barren. It's when it's barren out there. And then he talked about the eggs. And so my whole thing is you can't have a cake without having all the ingredients. So when you told me the tears of how you got to the Becoming Her program, it made me think about you trying to make a cake and you just gave everybody your program is each ingredient that you need and you can't make the cake unless you went through all that. And sometimes when I look back at my process of my coaching style, which is about the butterfly and the cocoon and this and that, Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. You can't get to the end unless you start at the beginning. And a lot of people don't want to start at the beginning to get to that part and you got to go back you don't stay there and you kept saying that too we don't stay there but we show you where it started the ugly parts and then you can get over here 
So, girl, Absolutely. that's that's a Mike's whole drop. Come Mike's on, drop. we did that talk about <laughs> baking cakes. But when I heard that today, I said, "Ooh, that's insert right here. That's talking about it. She talking about it, and we just trying to heal people. And I think you also noted too." We are showing people that there's a seat for everybody at the table. It don't have to be no competition. We showing you that there's elements. We all bring in something to the table. So if you are queen out there and you have something to share, share your story. Somebody can benefit from it. Absolutely. So so I'm going to close it out telling you guys, thank you so much. Make sure to slide in my DM, follow her over at her um, journey in my shoes. Follow me at intentional queen journey. And so we're going to start beefing up and getting ready for the event, the hot girl event. I want you guys to slide into my newsletter because we're going to talk about that. We're going to see social media coming through. We're going to probably start doing some IG lives. We're showing people how to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Me and Aaron are telling you about our people pleasing tendencies. We're telling you about how we're showing up and we're doing things that we wouldn't normally do. And so we just want to inspire you and empower you to do the same Iron sharpens iron. So I want y'all all to stay connected. You know, my ebook just came out. I'm so blessed by that. So just make sure you slide over to my website and go ahead and buy that thing. And if you come into the event, I got some more promos coming because I just really feel like it's for somebody. And that's pretty much it. Level up your intentional queen to a better you. And I'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.